0: Hey everyone, I'm Todd Wayne, along with Ronnie Heelan. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Paranomaly Podcast, home for all things paranormal supernatural. Coming up on this episode of Paranomaly, we're talking with Chris and Alex of Paranormal Kicks Cancer, a national charity event company that raises money for kids with cancer through paranormal events and ghost hunts across the country. Come on, folks. This is going to be epic. So, grab yourself a drink and a snack. Turn the lights off on the way back. Find yourself a nice, comfy spot. And enjoy this episode of Paranomaly. Stay with us, folks. All right, Alex, are you with me?
1: I am with you. Chris is here as well.
0: Oh, awesome. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourselves.
1: Well, do you want me to start or do you want to talk, honey? My name's Chris. I'm 36 years old
2: and I'm an <laughs> alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hi, Chris. Hey, bro,
1: not like that. <laughs> wrong kind of meeting. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's so funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um, Chris and I are engaged. Um, I think it's funny. He just said he was 36. Don't forget long walks
0: on the
1: beach. <laughs> um, we uh you know, we met at one of his events, uh, one of his paranormal kicks cancer events almost three years ago. And um, you know, it was everything kind of clicked right away. And uh we were engaged about a year and a half later. And uh here we are, um, rocking and rolling. We uh You know, paranormal kicks cancer. Uh, Just so you know, and I'm going to brag a little bit about Chris here for a second. But you know, don't brag about me. But he is he is the uh, the founder of Proof, which is um, paranormal research organization of Florida. Um, That is our investigative team, and that on its own is. you know, really well known and has, has done very well, um, over the years. It's been around for what, 18 years now? Since 2006. Since 2006. So, um, about 15 years. And, uh, but he, he also owns and operates, uh, paranormal kicks cancer and that paranormal kicks cancer has really, On Gangbusters, especially over the past three years, Um, we've gone from 1,700 followers to close to 4,500 followers in just under two years, and um, we, you know, we've been helping, uh, you know, really helping showcase the paranormal to Florida and beyond providing people with amazing haunted experiences, overnight experiences while simultaneously supporting and helping, uh, you know, survivors and families, um, with cancer. And it's really been a tremendous experience for us, the
2: location. And, you know,
1: and along with helping the, uh, you know, the locations we, we kind of had a unique opportunity over the pandemic. When everyone else was shutting down, Chris and I went forward because, you know, we were able to hold small groups in very, in, you know, very empty locations. And we were able to provide people over the pandemic with something different and unique to do. And um, we actually grew our business, you know, probably quadrupled it over the pandemic and we're still, we're still going so it's been a it's been a really fun ride and there's a lot of people trying to follow what we do <laughs> well yeah but
0: I, I can believe okay. that yeah. <laughs>
1: that's
0: yeah, so, a
2: compliment right there uh, yes yeah, exactly. Exactly. to me i'm like fine you can do what you want but i know who was first and who who you're following because it's like cer- certain people and I, I i'm not a name dropper so i don't you know it it is what it is because it's a business and uh We'll go ahead and have events, and then the people will chime in and see the events we're having. And then the next day, they're friending all these people that are at our events and trying to friend all the locations, which is fine. But it's just funny how you just watch how they continuously so like, and then you get the questions, you know, how do you do this? You know, h- how do you set this up? How do you have this and this and this and this? Well, and, and it's like, I'm and, and, not giving you all of our information. <laughs>
1: we right. help mm-hmm. t- And, and Todd and Ronnie, this is, this is really the key to the whole thing. You know, Chris has been in the paranormal community for 22 years now, has established relationships, um, for those 22 years. And I have 15 years as a marketing expert. I have three degrees in marketing. I currently work for an agency out of New York and, um, so joining forces together, um, Really, that's the secret sauce. Yeah. You know? Y'all yeah. are a power couple. Um, we we became this kind of power couple. Yeah. So Yeah, I absolutely. Like that. <laughs> that's cool.
0: So so let's do this. Let's do because the the people listening, they're not gonna understand what's going on unless they keep up with stuff. So let's go back from like to the very beginning of of Chris and uh, starting out with proof. We'll start from the beginning and then how it went into uh, from proof to paranormal kicks cancer and so on and so forth.
2: Oh, great. That means I got to do all the talking. <laughs> you gotta <do> <laughs> well, you got to do some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind. So, I'm yeah. More, I, I'm more the doer. Alex is the front runner with all this, but that's fine.
0: So, yeah, yeah, tell us, tell us what, what got you into the paranormal and, uh, and do what you do.
2: Well, when I started, what, what really got me into it, I was like nine, nine, between nine and 11. I don't remember. Um, but um, I, it always fascinated me. And then when my grandmother died, um, we flew to New Jersey uh, for the funeral. And, um, I don't know, like New York, New Jersey, you, you know how they did turn the attics into, uh, bedrooms. Yes. You know, the attic that they, they built them and automatically you have another bedroom. Yes. Um, they always did that. So when we got there, we were making sleeping arrangements and, uh, They're like, my my parents, and they're like, well, where's everyone sleeping? Because we ended up staying at my grandmother's house um, through all of this. And lo and behold, the youngest one had to climb the stairs and sleep in the bedroom upstairs. Because you had the best legs. Which was him. He's the youngest (laughs) one. Which was me. Yeah. (laughs) So, the first night we did, you know, whatever. Everyone was sad the whole nine yards. And we just got there. It was late, so we were tired. So, we... Everyone went to sleep, so I went up, um, got changed, got in the bed. As soon as I got in the bed, turned the light off, rolled over, and next thing you know, I hear a soothing female's voice. I can't remember the words because it was so long ago, but then all of a sudden, the rocking chair started rocking. Oh, wow. Yeah. And of course, at that age, (laughs) I jump out of bed, turn the light on, and then you see the rocking chair slowly stop, and then no more voices. Yeah. So then I jump back in the bed, you know, put the covers over your head when you're, you know, you're that young. you like freaked out. Yeah. Turn the light off. And all of a sudden you hear the voices again. And then the rocking chair you hear start rocking.
1: Well, grandma wanted to talk to you. Yeah. So I'm
2: like, (laughs) I'm like, okay. So I just dealt with it. And then obviously I turn around and I end up falling asleep. So whatever. The next night, same thing happened. And then the third night, um, or the second night same thing happened then that morning we're all downstairs and I don't know if your families did it but ours always had a kids table and then the adult table
1: yes we did that
2: so the adult <laughs> table was like here then the, the um, kids table was to the right of it and I'm sitting with my back facing you know the adult table and out of nowhere w- with all the commotion and talking I hear one of my family members say I can't believe she passed away in her bed upstairs.
0: In the attic.
1: (laughs) I can't believe she was upstairs in the attic.
2: (laughs) In the attic. So, lo and behold, that's the story that really got me started. And after we, uh, then, well, from there, the next, that night I was downstairs with mom and dad. I was not upstairs (laughs) Um, moving forward. (laughs) But then, as the years passed, it always intrigued me. So then, a really good friend of mine, Bobby Hewitson. Uh, we were friends for 26 years. We're still friends now. Um, but he's like, let's do a paranormal group. And I'm saying, let's do it. This was like 2004, 2005. And he went ahead. He did the footwork. He did the research on how to get up, a, how to set up a team. We did a whole manual, the whole nine yards um hence we launched proof and it was like 2005 2006 and then about a year later he messages me out of the blue and he's like this is too much like a second job i just can't do it and i said well i'll take it over so then i became you know so then i took over proof and from there moving forward we just there was a lot of uh events and stuff that we would go do um proof was part of a uh, paranormal event called the PIA, which was originally was called the Florida ghost gathering. And then it turned into paranormal uh, information association. Um, and we were like one of the five teams running that whole event. It was a once a year thing. I mean, the last time we did it, Um, basically we did it for like 11 years straight. And like the last nine years, when we went to the hotel, the hotel gave us the keys and said, do whatever you want. Wow! We basically sold the hotel out. (laughs) We did what we wanted. Um, but 36 paranormal teams showed up to that last event. Wow. And it was by invitation (laughs) only. You had to have a team. You had to have all kinds of, you know it was all legit. And it was all basically just bringing paranormal, paranormal teams together to help move the, um, the paranormal field forward. Instead yes. of who can I step on to get to where I'm going? It's what's helping you investigate better. So now we can learn how to do
0: it.
1: Exactly. So have, yes, exactly. And it should still be that way. I think.
2: Exactly. So we have guest speakers. We'd have like Rob Demarest would come. We'd, Nice. We had uh, we had Brian Kano once. We had John Zaffis there. We had all kinds of people in the paranormal field that would, you know, basically tell us their strengths and and what got them started, and even um, I don't know if you know know of him, but Tim Yancey, he actually had all the rights to the Amityville Horror when George Lutz died. Oh wow. Um, he was a very good friend of mine. And uh, unfortunately, this past year, he passed away of cancer. Oh, I'm sorry about and, that. Uh, and he came to every event and spoke to everyone in the PKC events. And right before he passed away, he, he looked at his wife and he's like, really, out of all of this, cancer's what's going to take me? <laughs> and Because he's been in and out of the hospital for different things. But it's just funny how he always supported PKC. Him and his
1: wife. And PKC is Paranormal kicks cancer. Sorry, he yes. just switched from uh, But I'm just saying <laughs> so, well, We knew that, but thank you. <laughs> so he would
2: always he he would always come and support the events and then unfortunately he passed away recently. But when when we first met him, he would did a whole spiel at the PIA on the Amityville horrors. He had George Lutz's tapes, the whole nine yards. Wow. Um so, it was like that, and then we did workshops, um, and it was all just, everyone had fun. We had a big party afterwards, and it was just, meet the people in the paranormal, what works for you, what's new tools and devices out there, Sure. and then moving forward. And awesome. then, Unfortunately, like three years ago, the hotel ended up shutting down, and now we're in the process of working on restarting PIA again, but... Um, so as far as proof goes, that's how we've gotten to meet a lot of teams. We've helped a lot of uh, families, and we've gotten pretty much well known in the community, um, and the, the community alone, and the paranormal community.
1: Awesome, yeah. Um, yeah obviously,
2: cool. so teams would call us and say, "Hey, you know, we did this. Can you come help?" We, it's it's all about helping each other out. Yeah. Absolutely, um, I agree. Yep, in this field, and there's just a lot of teams have crashed and burned because. It's back to what I said. Who can you step on to get to where you go? Exactly. You bring everyone with you. Right. And people read and can see that. Yep. You know, we there can. was a time where proof was asked to be on three or four different TV shows, and we're like, no, we don't want to be famous. We're here to help and just have fun.
0: Right. We're not,
2: we're, we're, we don't want to, you know, we're, we're, we're just here to help.
0: Well, yeah, uh, you don't want to uh, sell and, out, and you know?
2: you Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, so proof went well. once. Since we took it over, proof went well. And then in coming around 2010, PKC was founded by not even me, but three or four paranormal teams in Florida. Nice. Um, basically, there was um, team members and a couple of the teams stricken with cancer. Oh, no. And they're like, well, they're stricken. What can we do to help? So they started this event called Paranormal Kicks Cancer. They did the first one, um, and then the money was going to help the, the families in need. And then, come around 2012, 2013, I was asked to help, and I'm like, yes, for sure. This sounds awesome. I want to do this. But a few things happened here, there, and apparently people were seeing that money wasn't being given to what was supposed to be and whatnot. Yes. So I turned around and I said to the person running it, I said, look, I said, someone's got to be the front runner. I said, we need a, a 501c3 backing. We need proof as to where the money's going. Um, so at that point, I said to him, I said, if I'm going to help, we're going to do it right. And then I went and I, you know, LLC'd it. We we got the backing with uh, Basecamp Children's Cancer Foundation out of Orlando. Awesome. Um, because uh, and I, I hooked up with them through um, Robert Robinson, who's a big Bigfoot guy. Uh, he's written he's written books um, and he's a huge, huge, uh, basically skunk ape and and Bigfoot. Um, he came and spoke at PIA, and that's the whole thing about networking. You, you meet people that are great. You know they're good people. They continuously to help you. You help them, and and then that's just – you know that's how you know that you got the, 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 the right answers and, and the right things to help everyone with because I can't do everything, but I know people that can. Right. So therefore, if I can't handle it, you need to contact so-and-so. But I asked Robert Robinson. He said, like, oh, I know this perfect – I know this perfect place that that helps kids with cancer. Uh, that can that probably needs help. So he hooked us up with Base Camp. We did a big event with Base Camp. We donated service dog a service dog, and we 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 started like a second wish program with it. And then moving forward, uh, it was just like now 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 we have a base. We have proof where things going. You can go check you know like the american childhood cancer organization that well i'm jumping the gun again but um, <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> but we're with the acc or we're with base camp and then a few years after that my father got stricken with cancer and then he passed away six months later
0: oh wow i'm sorry
2: Um, well, thank you. There was nothing. He was a a retired Marine and he was on the police force for 26 years. He did nothing but serve his country. The one time he got sick, it was cancer and it took his life in six months. It was, it, it was just crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. But my dad always said our children are our future. Yes. So from that point, I said, what, what else can I do now? My dad died of cancer. Now we're already helping kids base camp. So then I, I reached out, and now we became a funding hope for the American Childhood Cancer Organization, which is the largest in the nation, which made us – now we are nationwide. Awesome. Yeah. So We can go all over the nation. We can, we, we've gone to Tennessee. We've gone to Pennsylvania. We've gone to Virginia uh, to help families.
1: Awesome. Um, yeah, that was going to be my next question if y'all went and helped out private homes and families and whatnot.
2: Oh, yes. Yes, for sure. But then um, then I was so once I was with PKC or once uh, from 2006, I I basically took uh, about 2013, I took PKC pretty much over. And it's open to anyone that wants to come and speak because we have speakers. We have vendor tables. It's another like networking, basically, but in turn of having fun and investigating these locations and and having fun with the raffles and meeting people. It's you're also helping the community. Yeah. Yes. And,
1: and, and go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say I wanted, you know, and also please step in with any questions you have. But I am extraordinarily proud of being able to provide the everyday person. The opportunity to investigate at some of the most haunted locations that Florida and the country have to offer, and you know, we—I mean, I'm just going to tutor on horn. We put on some amazing events. Um, we have a tremendous following. Like I said, almost 5,000 people at this point. We sell out our events within 72 hours. Heck yeah! And our events are—you know—range anywhere from ghost hunting in haunted theaters to sleepovers and haunted jails. To um, you know, uh, ghost hunting in uh, at haunted train depots. To also some of the most notable haunted locations, such as the Mae Stringer House, which has been featured on Ghost Advent- Adventures, Taps, you name it. Um, so you know, you know, there is the charity aspect, which we're very proud of. As but I also am just proud of of becoming this charity event company that is also providing. Pe- just the average person and an uh, opportunity to investigate places that they couldn't investigate otherwise. Um, it, pro- we educate our guests, we provide them with equipment to use, we teach them how to use the equipment. We, you know, Chris and I will literally investigate with you, you know, for, you know, and, and we, we want the, this to be educational and, and, you know, it's paranormal kicks cancer is continuously evolving because when it first started, it was more of this like once a year kind of charity event that, so Chris talks a lot about it from that aspect of like kind of what it kind of was all by itself. And since I've come into the picture, it has evolved into this kind of charity event machine that has enabled people to investigate locations that they never would have before. And I think it's important to talk about that as well, because, you know, we don't, this is not a, trust me, we, we, Chris and I both have full-time jobs. This is not, we don't do this for for any profit whatsoever, because it's way too much work to do it for profit. Um, you know, it takes us months to plan these things and to put everything together but, you know, I love, I love providing people the opportunity to investigate and people beg us. They're asking, when's your next event? When's your next event? Because it's just not something that people can get to easily.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. In, yeah.
2: In and we had to take a break and there was nonstop people asking, when's your next event? And it's like, we need to take a break. Everyone needs to sit back and relax a little. And one of the main things that people don't realize in, in, in the paranormal or they, they know, but they don't want to hear it is the locations need rest too. Yeah. Sure. You cannot over investigate these locations. Let's do it every weekend.
1: Yeah. It,
2: it, it's one of them things that you have to go leave, come back, you know? Yes. uh, Right. So then, then we started, we started with the, the jail, uh, or so one of the main locations that, that I got is, is, uh, It's called Hamilton County Jasper Jail. Yeah, and with PKC, I talked to the owner, and now we're now me and Alex. I started with just me, but now me and Alex are um, in charge of renovating it now and bringing it to its original look. Awesome, and and we can do overnights there. We're the only ones allowed to do overnights. We have keys to the jail. So I'm like, let's let me do an overnight. So I set up an overnight. I did one or two, and then like the third, the third one I did. Alex just happened to come um, with her boyfriend at the time.
0: Oh, <laughs> and then she
2: met she met me at the event. And then it's all, like, behind us now, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) oops. Um, That's right. And then we just hit it off.
0: We'll save that for another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: uh, she'll tell you on the way up there, they were breaking up already, and she was in tears, and they were going to turn around and leave. But she said that she had to come anyway. Um, and he was the first one to sleep in the jail cell anyway, or the only one that fell asleep in the jail cell for the well, whole I
1: event. Think, I think he could tell that there was a connection. I mean, I'd never met Chris before. It's such a funny story. And, and, uh, you know, I met him and I, I felt like an instant connection and, and, you know, he was definitely flirting and, you know, <laughs> it, it, it was, there was definitely something there. And actually it was funny because as we were driving away from the event, my my then boyfriend at the time who we were bar- you know, basically broken up at the time, but we came together. So we had to leave together. And as we were driving away, he goes, Chris likes you and he's going to wait for you to move out of my house. <laughs> and so three Alrighty weeks then. later, Premonition three weeks right later I had moved out of the house and I moved out of his house on a Friday and Saturday we went to the movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. You right. was already was breaking up anyway.
1: And three years later, here you are. So. That's right. Yep.
2: <laughs> but um, and and a lot came out of that. I mean, we we've gotten some magazine covers. Yeah. We've gotten you've got a whole spread in um fashion, fashion Haunts. Haunts magazine. Um, we mm-hmm. even got are wine you- bottle, our own wine bottle and
1: cigarette lighters. Well, and I that's <laughs> <laughs> And actually, it's just, it's just, just funny. I, this is the marketing part, so I get so excited. But I, I'm going to say our biggest celebration is that we were cast in Scott Temperman's new movie, uh, Cruel Summer Part Two. Oh
0: yeah, I seen and, that.
1: Um, we, you know, so we are officially on IMDb, which is kind of a big deal. Oh yeah, and um, we are officially uh cast in an uh, independent horror movie. So, you know, so much has happened. Um, but you know, it's just, it's because we love it so much and it's such a fun thing to do. You know, I paranormal investigating and ghost hunting and making it accessible to people while, while providing them the opportunity to give to charity. I think it's just the perfect mix.
2: And, and with that, we also give back to the location. So the locations we help out along with the charity so it's a win-win for everyone absolutely a, a lot of these locations are getting knocked down for low income housing or just knocked down for land and it's like how can we learn when we're loot when we're knocking down all these locations that have activity right. right and it just we're losing so many of them so the more we can help support And and give back to, along with helping the kids. It's just a win win for the whole paranormal community,
0: right? Yeah, it's definitely it's uh, definitely awesome.
2: And Alex didn't mention Alex didn't mention that um that was her first paranormal event ever that she met me at.
1: Yeah. Oh wow! (laughs) I'm born on Friday the thirteenth. I love horror movies. I love scary stuff. But the night I met Chris was the very first time I'd investigated. And within a year and a half, I was uh, had a full spread in Fashion Haunts magazine, at kind of basically focusing on being a female investigator. Awesome. And then Chris and I, about six months later, were the cover of Ghost Hunter magazine for the Halloween edition. Sweet. So <laughs> a lot happened very quickly. Yeah. But, 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 Sounds but like it. the thing <laughs> is,
2: is because as much as I had loved to investigate, she pretty much investigated probably more – than a regular investigator would like well like like over like three years within a year she got to investigate all these locations and learned a lot we
1: also had the pandemic on our side so you know um, like i unfortunately uh lost my job on march 20th of 2020 because of the pandemic right um you know chris actually uh Chris was on leave at that point because of the pandemic. So we had the pandemic was on our side. We had time and we had the ability to do it. And that just transformed everything. You know, we are the epitome of the pandemic couple. Yeah, wow. and as Alex said, <laughs> and as
2: Alex said before, PKC originally was just every September we did a huge event because September's childhood cancer awareness month. Okay. So we would find a family, we would have the family come and speak, and then we would give all the money that we raised to the family and then of course a portion to the location. Awesome. Um, oh, awesome. And that's where we would do raffle prizes, we would do lots of speakers and then the investigation. Um, and it, people just really started you know, kind of holding on to it, going, no, this is a great cause, now there's backing behind it. And then with all the marketing and stuff and aspects that Alex brings into the picture, it's like, now it's like all year round, we can do events and help kids, help families. Uh, we just recently sent, sent money to, uh, uh, a wife of her husband just passed away of cancer and they needed help. And it was just the simple, you know, we need help. And there you go. We went and helped.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're, I mean, literally because of the growth, um, we're able to have a reserve fund where we can help people who, who need help like that and, yeah. you know, widows of cancer survivors, you know, so, uh, you know, we're, we've expanded beyond our partnerships and we're, you know, we're able to hand checks out to real people, um, but we can only do that because of the success of the event. Sure. And everything's just been working together. And I know we've been talking a lot, so I don't know if you have any questions. No, no, <laughs> yeah, y'all basically yeah. running the show. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's not—it's not
2: like we're making thousands and thousands of dollars, and people are like, "Oh, you must be banking." No, it's like no, you got—you got to pay the—you got to—you—you you, you got you all to the pay. expenses. You got the location. You got the ace. You got the ACCO or base camp. Then you also have to make sure then the locations covered. Then you got the expenses with food and, food and stuff like that.
0: right?
1: And, and then, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we have to be able to get there. And, and no, no, I mean, it's just it, we're always in the red, Um, you know, but that's OK. It's 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 fun. And honestly, I feel like at this point we have a little bit of a responsibility because it didn't dawn on me. But somebody actually told me they were like, Alex, you just can't call up these places and go ghost hunting like the only way we get there is because you guys have the relationship and we can do it because keep in mind, most of these locations, they're not going to let four of you go ghost hunting there. That's true. You know what I mean? Like they're just not like, unless you want to drop three grand or something, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know, like you, you know, the only way is if you can provide an opportunity for a larger event to let people do it. And so without our, relationships and the, you know, the ability for us to put on these events and the time and the effort. I mean, it's a whole weekend thing. If it's a Saturday night, you know, we're getting there Friday. We're setting up all, all night Friday. We're setting up all day Saturday. We're doing the event all night, Saturday night, and then we're breaking down Sunday And then we got to be back to work Monday,
0: right? Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. When do you ever rest? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't sleep. I I had to pull the brakes (laughs) a little bit because things were getting like out of control. Like I was, I told Chris, I said we can't do it as often. So we've had to. We're now doing one event a month. Um, we're booked. We have one um in August at the May Stringer, which is sold out. We have one uh, in October 1st at the Richie Suncoast Theater, which is completely sold out. We have one in November at the May Stringer, which is completely sold out. (laughs) We have another one on December 3rd, which is 75% sold out, and that's the overnight at the jail. And we sold 75% of those tickets in the first I would say four hours. Wow.
0: Wow, That's awesome.
1: That's amazing. So honestly, at this point, if no one buys another ticket to that event, we're still, we're still solid, you know? Yeah. But, Yeah. um, But,
2: But, and, and these locations, we're, we're, we're finding out now that there's other locations now that are contacting us to say, we've seen what you've done. Our place is haunted. Can you come check us out? And then that opens the doors to all the paranormal community, to be able to say, "Hey,
1: they've done it. We're we're okay with it." You know, well, it's it, from a business and marketing perspective, it's a win-win for the location. And the sure. reason why is a, I do all the marketing for them, so they don't have to pay any marketing costs. B, we provide, we basically sell out the tickets organically because of our following. So there's no issue there. C. Um, they get foot traffic in the door that they normally wouldn't get. This is a new audience for them. Um, And B, uh, you know, uh, this, usually this is all operating outside of business hours. So whatever funds they get from us is basically free money. Yeah. Right. So there's no loss to the, and it's only a positive for everyone that's going. It's a positive for us. So, because of that, it's a very good experience. We very rarely, if at all, have anything negative happen. And I mean, you know, everyone's happy to go ghost hunting. Sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, you know, very rarely do we have anybody upset. And usually it's for things that are completely out of our control. Like, we had one person that was upset at one event because there was bugs in the building.
0: Well it's like
1: it's know. a hundred and something year old jail. What do you expect? Right.
2: Um sorry. We tell you ahead of time bring fans, bring bug spray, bring you know right. It's not like it's the, the Ritz Hurricane. The right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But um yeah, it's just it's just, you know, the these new the newer locations that we can open up to people too. Um yeah. It, it, it's 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 a win-win for everybody sounds okay, like so. it, it's a lot of it sounds
1: like fun yeah like i want to be in one i want to go <laughs> honey. let's go
0: <laughs> i know it's a, it's a shame i <laughs> move. Oh, no and,
2: and one other thing i was trying to think uh, i was gonna say was and with what we do and and as i said before we build these relationships and my goal is and I said this in 2013, my goal with PKC was, and it sounded far-fetched and it still does to me, but everyone's saying, no, it's not is PKC could be more like a Jerry Lee Lewis telephone. I want to get every state involved. I want every September to have other states that will run the events. Um, and people that are willing to do it because the more we can do, the more we can help, the more people can
1: be. helped. Exactly. Right. Um, and, And with,
2: with them relationships we you know uh ronnie d old south pittsburgh hospital he just opened another hospital that he got um we're invited to go there a lot of times he he's like can you come can you come we'll do an event we're gonna do an event so with that we we learned uh greg uh tj justice Justice, um
1: and with with paranormal events with
2: paranormal events adventures he's actually doing an event for us In Tennessee on the 20th of this month. Nice. Mm We're at Tennessee. With the ghost girls. The
1: ghost girls and J.B. Coats. And J.B.
2: Coates. Cool. Oh, I love her. She's delightful. Yeah, she's amazing.
1: Yes, they are.
2: All of them. But this is the kind of draw that we're getting with these people. And it's all people that are there for the right reasons. And it's not, as I said numerous times, not who I can step on to get to where I want to go, but right. they're, they're all in it for the right reasons. Yes. We want to move the paranormal field forward. And here you're moving the paranormal field forward, helping the community, helping the locations and keeping everything going and meeting great people in the process. And TJ, I hand hands out to him and JB um, and the, the, the ghost girls. Cause they're like, Hey, we want to help. Because we're like we can't make it to Tennessee this year. They're like, well, we're going to do an event or two um, for you. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. You know, they're that they've already they've been pushing yeah. it all over the place. I don't know if it's sold out or not yet. I think it's
1: very close. I will tell. They're you They're doing that it at they,
2: Octagon Hall.
1: They're doing it at Octagon Hall. Woo-woo. It's, it's uh, August twentieth. Um, proceeds will be helping pay- Paranormal Kids Cancer. We do have a family that we are helping. So we're and if you are in Tennessee. Um, please go out to that event. Um, they have VIP tickets. It's actually very cost effective. I think. I think the lower level ticket's seventy five, but you get to meet all those people. You get to. Um, there's going to be raffles, and uh, you also get to investigate that amazing location. Yeah, it so. is amazing too, and it's for charity.
0: Awesome, and, and,
2: right? And then with that, we've already talked to the Ghost Girls about doing something in Alabama next year and Tennessee with with uh, TJ. So now that's that's going to be three states. Awesome. Florida, where we're keyed in, going to there, going to Alabama, and then Tennessee. You know, we're always welcome. Uh, you know, if and no one's ever been to Old South Pittsburgh that's listening, you need to go to Old South. Uh, support Ronnie. Support that hospital. They are great people. And he actually just launched another hospital that he owns. Awesome. So nice. he's now got Old, two uh, hospitals. Old
1: Harriman Old Old
2: hospital. hospital. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: really cool. So it's just great people having fun and doing it for a good cause. So,
0: well, that's awesome. I mean, it, it. Like she had said, you know, she wants to get involved, which would be awesome. But I don't live in Florida yeah, anymore. We, we
1: would love for you guys. <laughs> you know, there's there's many and I was in Tennessee for twenty we're, years.
2: We're, where are you guys at?
0: We're <laughs> in Pennsylvania now.
2: Okay, my sister lives right by the Poconos. A uh, little city we're, called Forest Town, or yeah. Forest City. You
0: we're uh, yeah. about four hours
1: we're, west. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're, we're over. We're over by Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, but I oh, was y'all. in Tennessee for twenty years. Y'all I just left Nashville last year, say, so. oh, okay. and I miss it so hardcore. Y'all don't even know.
0: And I was down. I was where. Right. In your guys' area. Yeah. I was Newport, Ritchie, Holiday, Tarpon Springs.
2: That's where
0: we live. Yeah. So yeah, that's what he said. He yeah.
2: was in our area.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I, man, I had a, I had a team down there. It was uh, Pasco Paranormal Research Society for, man, <laughs> forever until I moved. Uh, I think I, right. I started that in 2000 and I ended that in. Well, I moved back here. So 2017, about that. But yeah, I did all residential commercial. Huh. So, oh, that's
2: awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So then you know, like, the Richie Suncoast Theater. You know downtown. Absolutely. Yeah. You know yeah. the Hacienda.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well,
2: the Richie Suncoast Theater took 21 years for them to let anyone in. And thank God they let us in because now they they These welcome us with in. open yeah. arms. Nice. Yeah. And yeah.
1: We felt. We sold that out in 72 hours. And and, and we are already got the okay for the
2: Hacienda as soon as it, it's about to open, and we've got the okay to do everything in the Hacienda, too.
0: Awesome, because I thought that at one time, Hacienda, they were going to, I guess they were going to restore it. Is it. They re- did. Is it they, they did. They for 20-something so, so
1: years. So <laughs> I mean, their grand opening is, in, is next month. Okay, awesome.
0: <laughs> right. yeah, wow. I was gonna say, I remember years and years and years ago walking past that, going, "Boy, I want to investigate that."
2: <laughs> right, and then and then with all of that and everything, we also branched out, and now we're the we're partners with Downtown Newport Ritchie and and Zephyr and Hills because we're doing their walking haunted ghost tours now. Awesome, awesome. I love yeah. I love those.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. and it, and and they're great places. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. We, we did downtown Newport Ritchie. We set one up. We thought it would be a cool idea because there's a bunch of locations downtown. Um, there's like five or six locations that we can get into now and investigate. Um, so I'm like, let's just get all the history. It'd be cool to do a tour. We did a tour. Then uh, the person from Zephyr Hills was at the tour. And they're like, hey, we want we want you to set up a tour for Zephyr Hills. Nice. So now we're their go-to for any of their tours too. So, you know, it just all branches it out. All branches we, out. It, it's what we like, we love to do on top of helping people. I, 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 I just can't stress enough. You know, if I didn't have to work, it'd be paranormal 24 seven um, and helping people. But unfortunately, bills got to be paid Yeah. and we do the best we can with what we got. But so we're doing walking tours now in two cities, you know, two cities, two cities. Yeah. Um and every it's it's just huge. Yeah. And it's just a, amazing how many people want to do
1: it but never had
2: the 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 ability to. Right.
0: And right.
1: I always I always tell people and at least for ours and again I look at this from a different mindset because of my marketing background but our demographic actually is older, affluent and business executive minded. Um, you know, this is not. I think a lot of people have an idea of what ghost hunters are um, and paranormal investigators, and uh, w- you know, the reality is these are loyal individuals that find it exciting and interesting, want to do it year round, and want to keep coming back to to learn more and do more. You know, right? And it's um, it's really just been such a pleasure to open that door for the you know, for the casual, you know, we will literally have a brand new person in our events and then we'll have the most seasoned investigator there with all their equipment and everybody in between. And that's, what's awesome about investigating is that, you know, everybody can participate. The only thing I do focus on is I do want, um, we haven't, we haven't opened the doors yet to really young kids, um, especially for our overnight,
2: but we've thought about it.
1: Yeah. I, um, our overnight event is 16 and over. Simply just because you know it's an overnight and it's it's a it's at a haunted jail yeah, so, but you know it, at some of the other events if people want to bring their their younger kids um, they'd have to come with a with a parent you know a, a parent a parent yeah or a guardian but it's 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 good we we dig it
0: <laughs> yeah take them over to May Stringer. Yeah, they' like it over there <laughs>
1: what, with, with Mr nasty I've been going
2: to the May stringer <laughs> way before the May stringer was as famous as it is before all the shows yeah it's- and the relationship we have there is basically you know we we called just like everyone else and we said you know what dates you got open and they're like usually a year year and a half out before you can even get a date
1: yeah, they're they're booked out so far in
2: advance now. Wow. But if there's ever if there's ever a cancellation, we're one of the first phone calls they make to say we got a cancellation. Do you want it for this weekend? And we usually set a, an investigation, sell tickets within a week to do it the week the weekend uh, the next weekend. Yeah, wow. nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've
0: done a few a few places, you know. I've done a few investigations, excuse me, uh, at May Stringer, and I, in fact, I have video posted on uh, Paranomaly's website too, oh, so cool. so you could go back and look years ago. Uh, I, but yeah, I did hear that it's uh, it's really different now.
1: Yeah, That's, it, I will say that you know it's it's still a very enjoyable and an intense investigation. Um, we we do a dual, a dual investigation where we. We investigate the haunted train depot and the May Stringers at oh, okay. the same during the same night. Yeah, nice. so it gets it gives a little bit of a, a break, and it also basically it's a two for one. Um, you know, I, on a personal level, like you know, because every once in a while we do get to investigate personally. My favorite location ever was the um, Ohio State Reformatory, the Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah, yeah. Prison. That one was my favorite place ever we we investigated that last august yeah there was 15 there was 15 of us there in the whole night in the whole prison have you ever been to that location
0: i have not no
1: let me tell you that that, i are you familiar with the shawshank redemption well absolutely yes yeah i I, you know it's kind of scary the younger kids aren't and it kind of scares me a
0: little bit um children
1: (laughs) i'm like you need to watch this movie right um but you know i the way i describe it is i felt like that prison breathed on its own i felt like it had so much history and it was it's also the tallest freestanding cells ever like in in the world it, it it has five stories of cells wow And so when you're standing there and you look up, it's just like, it feels like it goes on forever. And it's just so huge. And on a personal aspect, because I feel like we talk a lot about, you know, what we do, but we do love to ghost hunt just by ourselves, too. (laughs) And that was definitely my favorite, my favorite location. Right,
0: right. Yeah, there's, I mean, (laughs) for...
1: That's not far from us.
0: Yeah, well... No, it's and not then really here, is, is it? Here's
2: another. Here's another <laughs> fun fact about us that people don't know, or some don't know, or they may know, is um, we're actually members of the paranormal clergy, as well. Okay. Um, which is really cool. Just it's an honor to be a part of that. Um, where you're it's, helping it's
1: invitation only, where you're
2: helping families, you know, and then families think that an exorcism needs to occur or they really got demons. And it's cool because me doing it so long, when you go and talk to these people and they're so scared out of their mind, when with the knowledge that, that I have, it's like I can explain things to them and the word devil and demon doesn't come out much more out of their mouth after that sure. because then they realize. They realized that, you know, they could be charging up the energy themselves. Sure, They they could be, um, you know, they don't even think about EMF readings. I had one where we went, uh, we're, we're just a regular case. It wasn't with the clergy, but um, the mother called and was crying. My son's possessed. I think he's got a demon in him. He doesn't sleep. He sleepwalks. He's got headaches all the time. He's sick. Soon as I walked in there, and like any investigation you should do is you walk do a walkthrough and get base readings. <laughs> so as I walked upstairs to his room, came down, I said, I know what the problem is, but we will do a full investigation. He doesn't he's he, he he's not he doesn't need to be exercised. He's not a demon, or there's no demons, and the devil's not attacking him and he's not possessed. Good. <laughs> he goes, Well, how can you I says because the EMF spikes are a hundred times what the normal, what 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 the, the, normal, the, reading. the normal reading yeah. should be. Uh, well, the, come to find elect- out, the electrical panel was
1: directly was directly
2: desk. behind his headboard.
0: Oh wow! And yeah.
2: I told her, I said, "This is all you need to do. You need to a move move his room and b call the electric company and have the box shielded." Right. And a That's month later, awesome. she called me crying, telling me, thank you so much. And, and it's just, with all these movies out there that are for entertainment purposes only, you know, the good scare, we love the horror movies, mm-hmm. but how in the paranormal, the word demon or possessed comes out so much. Yeah, and too it's, much. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so little uh, aspects. It is true, and it does happen, but it's like, 0.02 percent of the other 99.8
1: yeah. right <laughs> well sure and yeah. Think, yeah and you know to, to just i want to just go on that for a second because i think a lot of investigative teams use that to get clicks they use it for clickbait Absolutely. They use it for yeah. Yeah. we've talked about I'm that huge, yep. you know i i know that this isn't going to be uh you know, this is, I'm a huge Zach Baggins fan. Okay. I love what those adventures. Um, right. <laughs> no, I, Chris knows Drama I have a big King. crush on him. It's, there's no, I don't hide my crush for him. And from a marketing perspective, I think he's an excellent, he's marketer. an excellent
2: marketer, but, but he's not an investigator,
1: but in my right. opinion. you know, I, Weird. you know, but I'm a huge fan of him and you know, I, you know, he talks a lot about demonology and, and all that. The one thing that Chris and I stand on, and, you know, we're very clear on this, you know, you'd never hear us use that. We don't discuss that. First of all, we only talk about light and positive energy, especially when it comes to our locations. Um, We only deal with positive energy locations. um, And because we want a fun educational environment for our guests. Sure. Safety 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 is is paramount. And the thing is, is that, you know, we... You know, the biggest thing is sometimes I think you can conjure up things and bring things to the forefront that never were supposed to be there. Yep. Um, You know, I, I've seen Zach Baggins do it. I saw him do it with Demon House with his DVD. I had an experience with his DVD. You know, did you guys hear about that? No. How, like, You know, when Demon House came out, there was all this stuff like, don't watch it. Weird stuff's going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. Like... People are having terrible luck after watching it and all this stuff. I was like, whatever. This is just a marketing ploy. I turn it on, watch Demon House. This is well before I met Chris. And um, the next day I was working from home and my TV was off. The same TV I just watched Demon House on. And all of a sudden, you know the Netflix sound? (laughs) Ba-boom! Yeah. All of a sudden it does that, but the TV wasn't on. Whoa. And that was the same TV I'd watched Demon House on the night before. Freaked me out.
2: That house should still be standing and we should be investigating and learning from it. It shouldn't have been knocked down.
1: I'm not here to have a Demon House argument. I don't care. (laughs) If it was really
2: that haunted then it should still be standing for us to research I uh, and learn. I,
0: I kind of, I'm, I'm in agreement with, with Chris. Uh, See,
1: I have a different version on this, but again, my mind thinks differently. Okay. Todd, I trust me. I understand what you're saying. I understand what Chris is saying, right? I, I do. It should be, but hear me out. The location was in a very poor area. Okay. And, um, it was in a very, uh, you know, low income, very poor area. And if he would have kept that open, it would have, first of all, I don't even think they have rights to turn that into an establishment where people can investigate, uh, like, publicly. But even if he did, that whole street would become a clown house. People are going to be in and out there like a clown car. And police officers would have to be called out. It just, it's not conducive. It would have destroyed the neighborhood and the okay, street. Enough
2: about Dima House.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm extreme. I think you're wrong. I, I'm extremely <laughs> skeptical of, of Zach. I, I I think that at one time he was in it for a good cause, but sold himself out and everything. Well, I don't, I, everything I don't think with his sold
1: himself out. No, I just don't think. I, Todd, I I think he was always in it for one goal.
0: I, I think and everything is for clicks and likes. I know. I I agree with
1: you. But here's the thing, he's done that brilliantly. I mean, I don't think, I, 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 it always makes me laugh. Everyone's like, oh, ugh, Zach, you know, he's just in it to be famous. Well, he is famous, he is extremely successful, and he's, and very he's rich. made a lot of money, <laughs> and he's made paranormal mainstream.
0: But you, so, We also know, though, that, you know, paranormal, it's like, when someone says sex sells, it really does. Paranormal is the same way. Paranormal sells. And if you can spin it enough, it's really going to sell. And he knew that. And he got into that because he's he went to film school. Him
1: he's and, very, very smart.
0: Yeah. Very smart. He's very smart.
1: And I, I love his – I haven't been – I want to go to his museum in Vegas. I love the idea. And, and I look just like him during Halloween. So. <laughs> and um, yeah, he did. He,
2: uh, per- we, <laughs> we were at Old South Pittsburgh Hospital for Halloween, and we did a Halloween event there with Ronnie. And Ronnie had a good idea. He's like, Look, we're going to do this little thing, and you're going to come out looking like Zach. And <laughs> so we went ahead and did this, and we filmed it. The Halloween morning. We we put it online, and on Old South and on Old South's website, and, he and goes, it was full, he was getting hits nonstop. Going, <laughs> we didn't know Zach was here. We didn't know Zach was here, and <laughs> someone that we knew was like, "No, that's Chris." And as soon as that happened, all of a sudden he stopped getting hits on the website. <laughs> yeah, no. But they thought they thought I was Zach because I looked just like him. All because Alex and her. How to get my haircut
1: done. Well, I, I, t- I took him to the barber and I handed him a picture of, you know, Zach back in his hot days, you know, not saying he's not hot now, but there was a time where Zach was like, was hot. Yeah, he started and, off uh, pretty anyway, cute. The, yeah. the the barber did it. Perfectly. So that was all fun. You know? <laughs> it, it was. It was all fun. Now look, but I, I, I don't have anything
0: just, personal against Zach at all now. I just want to put that out there. I just, I think he's, I think he's smart. He's, yes.
2: I would like to meet him and just work, you know, uh, what do you call
1: it? Um, collaborate. Collaborate. Absolutely. Him, you know, work his brain. No, I know? think Chris doesn't want that to happen. Cause I think he, he I think Zach's the only one that could. Uh, weasel
2: his way in. No, I'm kidding, babe. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Then we'll be then we'll be investigating wherever you fall. So.
0: <laughs> well, I'm gonna have but, a um, I'm gonna have a lot of good episodes wow. coming up here. Know, right? Be a couple that you, you have to be eighteen or older to listen to. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, but no. Back to what
2: back to what we were saying. You know, like uh, one of the other things to in the, in the community the paranormal field and and with the equipment and stuff is a lot of people like like i me personally it's like we can't use ouija boards and i'm like a ouija board is a tool just like any other device we use as long as you know how to do it yep so instead of being negative about certain devices and there's certain people in the field that are like oh they use the ouija board they're they're they don't know nothing. Right. It's like
0: more demon like, stuff. It's,
2: yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> like there's all, there's different ways to tread water around these things. Yeah. And as long as you are knowledgeable enough, and I just, to anyone, a Ouija board, people are like, oh, we can bring a Ouija board. I said, if you know how to use it, and I will monitor you to make sure you use it right. Chris, I have no problem with you bringing one. Chris sure. Bought
1: me a Ouija board for Valentine's Day.
0: Nice,
1: <laughs> but it, it's because the psychic side
2: always can validate the, the scientific. scientific side, right? And I don't, I don't look. You know, don't get me wrong. I know that the psychic side, there's a lot of fakes out there, but they're it's not all fake. <laughs> sure,
0: sure. Okay. You know. You have so a lot of weeding I through pers- to do, but they, they are, there are some legit ones out there.
2: Exactly. And I personally, you know, all the new tools and stuff out there, you know, I, I'd like to see more people go more scientific wise so we can start getting more scientific readings in the field. Right. Um, and, and go, instead of having blinders on with just EMF detectors and making a new one with a light. We've been using the same equipment for 20, 30, 40 years. Oh, yeah. And yep. all we're doing is adding lights and a buzzer or <laughs> whatever. It's <laughs> like it's time to try to work on new wavelengths and, and – and Expanding a- the box. A- just expanding – And trying to make more devices instead of just adding lights work on the more scientific side of things.
0: Well, lights sell, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Purples and pinks and and little alarms.
2: far as far as bringing the field forward, um, we need to try to step outside that box.
0: We do. And and, and I I agree 100%. I think that we need to have more controlled (sighs) – investigations where we're using a control instead of just you see all these videos. They're just like you said, I mean, they're using a a REM pod that was homemade and it's got all the little bells and whistles, but they're not taking notes of when it went off or what happened. Right. It's just like you said, it's like you have your blinders on and you're doing it because you can do it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's another thing too, is <coughs> you, you made a, a good point is, and a fine point is people need to take notes, and at these locations they need to have access to these notes. Exactly. You can only move forward by, okay, I was here September 12th, you know, 1980. this is what happened. <laughs> September 12th did the, the, the same thing happen? Is it residual? is it you know it is does it does it happen all the time uh what names did you get this this day because i got this name here then you go back to the research and you have to know the reason you have to research the locations and know the concrete history of the location
0: absolutely
2: then put every piece of that puzzle together to know who you're talking with and to know you know did they say James? They said James again, just like the Mae Stringer house. They got James there. I was scratched twice, two different investigations, standing in the same spot on the same shoulder. Wow. With people watching. I didn't do it myself. <laughs> but it I was, was in, it was in James's room standing right next to the, the four post bed. Right. Um, and then and then after that, the 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 third time we went back, I'm like, James, was that you? And clear as day, I got a yes. Hell yeah. Well, I am On a huge record. fan of,
0: of EVPs. Because if, mm-hmm. if, where where does the sound come from?
1: Right. right. So 100%, <laughs> that right. to
0: me is very important piece well, of, of evidence.
1: And Todd, nowadays with the TikTok culture and everything, you know, it's so easy for people. I think that's what's really hard because it's so easy for people to replicate things, to easily make things look yes. a certain way. We have, you know, we have 16-year-old kids that can do amazing things just with TikTok technology. Yes. Uh, imagine if they had a little bit of education on editing, photo editing. Right. So, you know, it's hard because I feel like even now, like Chris hasn't watched it yet. I'll be honest. I haven't. I've only seen glimpses. But the Conjuring Kesha and all this stuff, I feel like in a way the paranormal selling itself out.
0: Well, it is. they're,
1: they're it- trying to make themselves relevant. But they're not going at to the heart of what the of what paranormal investigating really is, and that is that's finding out the unknown. Um, and the sad thing is, and let's be real, paranormal investigating can be really boring. Yes. Like if somebody, yes. you know, the majority of it is like six hours of waiting with like maybe five minutes of happiness. Right. I got to
2: watch 72 <laughs> hours of footage to see if I find
1: something. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. To
0: find that and, split second see, EVP, not, you know.
1: But that's not sexy. What people want is Casper jumping out in the middle, you know scaring you know they want grave encounters right and And, and as as much as i love grave encounters we know that's not real i think another
0: big part of it is is attention spans that's why tiktok is so popular they're just quick little videos it's
2: 15 second clips exactly exactly. then you're
0: to the next one it seems like everything is like that now If, if it if it Goes fast. They they're good with that. They want it. They want to see more. And the next video go the next one. But if they have to watch something in length, forget it.
2: Yeah, and I and one of my things too. Like I was saying before, and I used to get laughed at beforehand when uh, Ghost Asylum came out and the Tennessee Rave Chasers were building all these different devices. Yeah, that was my favorite. That was my favorite show, and since then yeah, I've, met <laughs> I've met Doogie. I've met the. I've met all of them. They've come to the PKC events in Tennessee. Um, you know they're great people, but I loved the the concept of the show because they were stepping outside the box, making new devices instead of everything that we have now that we've been using for so long. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, you can only and recycle. That's to me. That's, to, so me long.
2: You can't. And I'm not knocking the devices we use now by any means. No. Uh-uh. I just think it's time to step it up a notch to try to verify and validate what these devices are picking up.
1: Exactly. But I, also, I also think the paranormal world needs to take needs to take itself more seriously and stop trying to sexualize it. Stop trying to, you know, I mean, we've got Stormy Daniels, now Kesha. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's becoming... Um, and I, I think I even heard the Twilight Girl was going to do something. What's her name? Kristen Stewart. Yeah.
0: Well, like you said, marketing is is how it is. I mean, you,
1: but people don't know how to market this.
0: Yes, but they and, know they know that that it's young kids. They know that young kids are are what their target is now, and but they, that's know wrong, to, they know how they know how to so, rope them in.
1: But the sad thing is, is that the young kids aren't the ones who are going to these investigations. Um, at least, not that we see. It's the 35 to 55 exactly. year Exactly. Yep. That, you know, and so the problem is, is that th- there's like these two complete disconnects. Um, and again, nobody's at, here's the sad thing no paranormal teams have their, Chris hit the jackpot with me for many reasons, but no paranormal <laughs> teams have their own advertising agency <laughs> in them. Most, you know, they can't afford it. And so, you know no from a marketing standpoint they're mis- they're missing the boat and yeah you're right the young kids they think that's what they want it's going to be very interesting to see how things progress forward you know
0: i, I um, you know what would be the best is if the internet would just crap out to be honest <laughs> seriously because you know back when i first started out investigating the paranormal there wasn't internet I had a a uh, a reel-to-reel player, uh, you know, device that I used for EVPs, and then, then I moved up to a micro uh, cassette. I don't even know what kind it was, to be honest You're with you. You're
2: aging yourself right now. <laughs> well, I
0: ain't worried about it. I don't care about that, but but it meant something. Listen,
2: I had an 8-track tape.
0: <laughs> there you go. And see, it meant something, though. It, when you was out there, you you had to go to a library you had to research you had to go to the records departments and search exactly. you know what i mean you had to put in the effort nowadays they just click on google and you know mm-hmm. find what they want or what everybody else says mm-hmm. and they don't research that neither they just take it because right
2: and, and that's a big part of of, of locations is well, so-and-so said this happened, so this happened to happen here. Yes. And that's why I think the scientific aspect needs to be, exactly. you know, um, (laughs) I I, I personally would like to see more, and this is just me, and this has been my idea forever, but I have no access to it, to see if, okay, we research it, so-and-so supposedly died here, well, now it's time to get a... a forensic scientist to test blood.
0: Yes. And
2: does that story really? Can we validate that story that Jane Doe did die here? Right. So is that story? And is are we even talking to the right people? Exactly. Are we? Are, who are we trying to communicate with? And that's why, to me, the scientific switch needs to be switched on, where you know we can do this kind of test and say, okay, yes. There was this here, we found this blood, this this must have happened.
0: Yes. You know, and and, and, and they need to do validate that. it. Yes. Yeah. The validation I, needs to be done.
2: Right. And and I I that's the whole thing. The history is key to the paranormal. And a lot of teams don't realize that. They're just like, let's go. Oh, I got a I got an EVP. So John died in the living room. And then tomorrow a psychic comes in and says, George died in the bathroom.
0: Right. So
1: what's the truth? And, 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 you know, and, and are they both truths? Are they, are, are they, you know, I mean, you know, there's so many questions, you know what I mean? And, you know, we're dealing with something that at this moment can't be verified. So we're, we're dancing such a fine line between being taken seriously and being a joke. But when you have people like, you know, this conjuring Kesha show, honey, I haven't shown you the clips, but when she's cussing and drunk and, Talking about demons, I mean, that, that doesn't help our cause. Oh no, it doesn't. Right. But that, And that's where everyone needs to realize there's
2: nothing wrong with what she's doing in terms of its entertainment purposes only. Right. And people need to distinguish and realize the real paranormal side of things to the entertainment side Exactly.
0: Of right. So and what
2: she's doing is not wrong. It's just wrong for what we're trying to do. Right. And that in, is – that's aspects.
0: what the problem is. And There's no
2: distinction. That, uh, nothing, uh, no one's distinguishing the – Exactly.
0: Yes. That is – that right there is it. Point blank. There's no distinction. And if your favorite paranormal celeb says it happened, then it had to have happened. There's no right. no other ways <laughs> around it. Jack
1: Osborne that, says it happened. It happened. That's right. Okay? It's <laughs> Ozzy's son. It, it's just like... Ozzy's son.
0: Yeah, because Ozzy's son said
2: it. And <laughs> he's oh, Darkness. Him and the ghost brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the episode with the ghost brothers and him.
1: Yeah, yeah that was um, a good one. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and, and you know... And, it, and
1: Todd, we want to be respectful of your time, so so let us know when we have to shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you, you, both, you both are fine. I, I, you guys made... Excellent points of view and, you know, I, I tell you, I'm really, I, I've had a great time talking to you guys and and tell everybody where, where uh, Paranormal Kicks Cancer can be located. How can we get a hold of you?
1: So, the best way to get a hold of us is on our Facebook page. That is updated every day, daily. Um, if you message us on there, you're going to get us directly or let's be real, you're going to get me directly. Um, so, <laughs> go to paranormal kicks, cancer. LLC on Facebook. And that's going to have all of our, uh, um, all of our events, um, real time. Everything's on there. We do have a website called FL That one's more informational. Uh, you're not going to find any of our event information on there, but if you want to read more about us, see who's on our proof team. We also have proof on there. Um, so you're welcome to go on there. Um, but I will tell you that if you want to get a hold of us and find information out, you need to go to ParanormalKicksCancer.LLC on Facebook. Okay.
0: Awesome. Cool. And
1: yeah. also,
2: if anyone tries to tries to say they got tickets to our events, they do not. There's no physical tickets. <laughs> they need to contact us, and you yeah, get we, put in our database. We've been hand, having
1: a lot of scammer. I'm only
2: saying that because there's a lot of scammers saying, I got tickets to that event, and people uh, are messaging and, us and going. And I'm gonna
1: sell, I'm gonna, I want to sell them to you. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're trying oh, to sell tickets wow. that they never bought. It happens all the time. That's crazy. So, yeah, that's yeah, not good. Very <laughs> unfortunate.
0: It is. It is. Especially for all that you do. And, exactly. And people that we have hop to deal on, with that, too. Yep, people hop on your <laughs> coattails, and they're like, well, we're going to make some money off of this. Right? So, yeah, that's it's a the shame.
1: Lowest, it's the lowest of the low.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. It's a shame. Well, well,
2: well we, we, we work through it, and we, we yeah. make it, it. Everything's good. You know, The key is to have fun. That's right. Help the community and move the field forward. And that's what we do. And we work with any everyone. I've been doing it 20 something years, but I can learn just as well as someone new Absolutely. as I can with someone that's been doing it longer than me.
0: Absolutely.
2: Yep. You know, it's not, I said, this is how it's done. This is how you got to do yeah. it. No, everyone's different.
1: We're still learning, we're still having fun. If
2: you think you know it all in the paranormal, it's time to start bowling. Right? Absolutely. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that's 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 so true too. Can we
1: bowl anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, we can bowl. You know, I can.
1: I, exactly,
0: I can. Right? You know what? I guess evidence can be faked just as easily as a bowling score, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
2: why the pencils have erasers. Well, I bring one with me when I go.
0: But. Uh, Alex and Chris, it was fantastic speaking with you both. I had a wonderful time. Me too. And what you do is so honorable. And I just had a, I'm honored to have the, had the opportunity to talk to, to you both. Well thanks. Well, well, we we've thank, loved the thank,
2: opportunity. Yes, definitely. Thank
1: you. And then you know, so I hope, hope you're feeling a little better, Todd. I know you were a little under the weather. So Yeah. And um,
2: if we can do anything to help you out, like when you're you when you're putting these out, send it to us. We can put it on our site and push you guys. Heck yeah. Promote you guys. Awesome. Thank um, you.
1: Yeah. If anything sure. comes
2: up or anyone from your show says, Hey, you know, you know, maybe how can we help them or we might have a location or we have any kind yeah. of if there's any businesses that want to donate, we can put them on the site, too, as raffle prizes for some of our events. We're open to anything and we work with everyone. So cool. there's no dumb questions. There's no my yeah. way, your
1: way. Here, it's, I'm, I'm very big into cross promotion and I've worked hard to build our following and I, I want to help people grow. Um, Just, you know, because I I know it's hard, you know, and we have a loyal audience. So, yeah, when will this be available for everyone to see and hear? Uh, By the
0: time I cut it in that, uh, since we got a late start, I would say it's probably going to be good to go in about an hour and a half.
1: Oh, that quick! So I I, hire you.
0: (laughs) So I, I, (laughs) yeah. There's no messing around with me here. So no, I'll definitely uh, I'll send you the links out, and uh, it would be appreciated. You send them out.
1: Perfect. Yeah, we'll definitely push it out. Yeah, it's it's been a pleasure talking to you guys.
0: Yes, yes. And uh,
1: I'd actually love to connect further. I I I think you guys have great great personalities and great points of view so
0: yeah awesome yeah and yeah
1: anything in pennsylvania if you got any locations you could think of
2: um we we do travel so um
1: (laughs) and if you guys and if you guys ever come down to florida and newport richie you know you're welcome to to hit us up and we'll go go, hunting
0: oh awesome that sounds great
2: yeah we have all kinds of stuff well you've been down you you used to live here so you kind of know but we're also working on new locations right now. We got one in the works that we may have by next week and we're going to launch that. Yeah.
1: That's Uh, a big one. And it's a
2: big one for the whole community, not just, you know, not just PKC or proof. Right. Uh, And that's the thing. We, we find these locations so that we can give it to the paranormal community to be able to use and investigate. If, if 700 people message the same location, they're going to, Most likely say, leave us alone. (laughs) So once we get the relationship relationship and the bugs worked out and say, this is what we do, um, then they're like, oh, you guys are welcome back anytime. You can have other people come, you know, and stuff like that. So we want to open these locations. Once we get these locations set, we're opening them all to the paranormal community. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. For everyone. That's awesome. It's not it's just the the way people build the relationship is is key to 35 million people messaging them i want to come to we've already done one everything's cool we like how it's done you guys are good to go you know kind of hit it out the ball hit it out the park and now it's open for everyone right so anytime we launch these it's awesome because then it works for everyone and everyone gets to be able to be a part
0: right absolutely Yep. All okay, right.
1: Honey, they they want to go to bed. He needs to cut the thing. And yeah. We got to get this ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right.
2: Cut my thing.
0: <laughs> I hear. You. I'm going to let. The, I'm going. I'm not going to edit that part out. <laughs> I'm not let it stay. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, thank Welcome. you so much, Alex and Chris, for for everything. And uh, I definitely look forward to following you on your adventures. And you have a wonderful evening.
1: Thanks, Todd. You too, Thanks, and again,
2: anything we can do to help or, or even run, bounce stuff off of us. That's what we're here for. Heck yeah. awesome.
1: Thank you. It's been, right. it's thank been a pleasure. You yeah, it's been thank a pleasure. Thank you. So thank you all right,
0: guys. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye bye bye now.
1: Bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.
0: Hey, thanks for tuning in with us tonight, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and follow to receive notifications when new content from Paranomaly Podcast is made available. If you believe you have something paranormal happening in your home or business, or you believe you may have witnessed a UFO or UAP, please send us your story, your photos, videos, questions, suggestions, and your comments to ParanomalyPodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit us at www.paranomalypodcast.com for more content and information, including all our social links. Hey, thanks again for watching and listening, and I hope that you tune in for next week's episode of Paranomaly. word of caution paranomaly podcast and its affiliates or hosts do not verify or check the validity of any person team or its members paranomaly podcast highly advises that you proceed with caution when contacting any person or team before allowing them and having them into your home or business A legit paranormal research and investigation team will never charge you a fee to investigate your home or business. They do, however, accept donations to help further their research and investigations if you so choose to do so. All right. Thanks, everybody.